The Charles Oakley of podcasts. You can't ban us. (laughs) Here to catch you up on everything Nick's in a blunt worth of time. The hot takes, the zest, the fun. Dougie Fresh, what's good? I am free from the prison of caring about anyone else on this team but R.J. Barrett. He is the only player I watch. He's the only player I pay attention to. He's the only player I see, plain and simple. We've got a new convertee, freshly baptized in the church of Rowan. D-Boy, what's happening? Just want to give a shout-out to the main man's Julius Randle. 0 for 5 in his Nick career in game-winning shots, walking brick in crunch time. Thanks for keeping our lottery dreams alive, big dog. Oh, I hate those. I thought we were going to get a real shout-out. You mean a Hubert Davis shout-out? There we go. Congratulations to King Hubert, the all-time three-point percentage leader in Knicks history. Yeah, truth, truth. For becoming the first black head coach in the history of UNC basketball. Let's go, Hubert, number 44, forever. Dude, I would love to cop that 44 Hubert Davis jersey. That would be fucking fire. It's an eBay special right there. Uh, Final score. Beantown 101, New York City 99. Walt's suit was sprung, just like we were sprung to think we had a chance. Hey, getting into it, quick hits. Quick hits. What a predictable yet devastating loss. Let's give out some flowers. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy, most valuable player, goes to Jalen Marcellus Brown. His 32 points led all scorers, he collected 10 rebounds, and his clutch scoring brought the Celtics back into the game. The Taco Bell gut check golden burrito goes to Julius Randle's lackluster fourth quarter performance, where he went one for four, one of many such games for him in recent memory. Yuck. The Shen Yun showing up everywhere trophy goes to the always obnoxious, always dominant Marcus Smart. He filled the statue with 17 points, four boards, nine assists, a steal, a block, and the game-clinching three. The Menendez Brothers Stone Cold Killer Award goes to RJ Barrett for his deadly six for six performance from downtown on a night where he notched 29 points. And the sad stat of the game? 2017 lottery pick Frank Nilakina and 2018 lottery pick Kevin Knox have not played in four of the last five games. All DNP coaches decisions this day in sad nick's history april 7th 2017 memphis 101 new york 88 ron baker willie hernan gomez maurice endure justin holiday courtney lee mendaugas kuzminskis sasha vujacic kyle o'quinn chasen randall mason Plumley. Good God. It's sort of this, this trend with you guys right there in the final minute against good teams. How frustrating is this getting uh, that the team has lost five or six right now? Yeah, we're fine. Tonight, the Knicks lost another heartbreaker. 
The ugly truth is that Julius Randle will not be the best player on the court against any of the top 10 teams in the East. And NBA games are overwhelmingly decided by who the best player down the stretch is. Let's map it out. Here's what lays ahead. The Knicks have 21 games to go. 16 of those are against teams who are currently seated to make the playoffs. Of the other five games, four are against 11 seeds fighting for their own playoff berth. Only two games separate the Knicks from the fourth seed and four and a half games from the 11th, out of playing range. It is win or go home every game for the rest of the season. How do you see the East playing out? Keep sliding back into the lottery, boys. That's the type of development I want. Close losses, Knicks gaining traction into the lottery. It's a beautiful sight. Do I see us actually matching up? Well, we're kind of in a playoff battle right now on. Is Julius Randle ready for it? I don't think so. To the delusional fans of which I was once one of you, get real. You just played a team that's supposedly right at your level in the Boston Celtics. We had identical records coming in to tonight. You can write off some of the other tough losses that have been against tougher competition or a couple of fluke losses against bad teams, such as against Minnesota. But tonight you saw the measuring stick. Three winners, Tatum, Brown, and Marcus Smart showed the Knicks that, yo, come playoff time, when good players lock in, when winning players lock in, We got a tough task ahead of us. The Knicks have to beat the teams that are at least from a record perspective on their level. They have done their job all year to beat the worst of the league. And now they have to beat their competition and a step up. And just putting it on Julius Randle is a horrible decision that is really exposing the weaknesses of his game and the weaknesses of Tom Thibodeau as a head coach in the NBA. Well, it's a league of matchups, and the eight other teams competing for the bottom slots of the playoffs, tough matchups. You look at just behind us, Chicago in Indiana. Chicago just picked up Vooch. That's a legit all-star. They got Zach Levine. That's a legit all-star. Indiana, when we played them, didn't have TJ Warren, didn't have... Karis LeVert, it's going to be a gauntlet just for the play-in spots. We're going to be playing a lot of seriously competitive Western Conference teams, too, coming up. We got two games against the Phoenix Suns, two games against the Lakers, and they're trying to get healthy before their playoff run. We have an insanely difficult task ahead of us, and we are one five-game losing streak from finding ourselves on the ass end of this playoff hunt. And they say it's all on Julius Randle's shoulders to carry the team. I don't want to sound like a bad Knicks fan, but I'm kind of fine losing if we get to find out who the fuck R.J. Barrett is during this playoff stretch. If it's more of a, like, R.J. making that leap and jumping out and grabbing the playoffs, I'm happy to be on board with it. He's been doing it and answering that call every goddamn night. Tonight, he was the only Nick who actually looked like he had the confidence to take on those three guys that you mentioned. And he's doing it consistently. We called him out on this show. We said, RJ, you have been inconsistent and shown flashes and are supposed to be this rock. 
And we need to see that to take the next step. And RJ did that shit. You look in his face at any point in crunch time, it's the same. He dribbled the ball off of his foot with a minute to go. And then on the next possession, he tied the game up with a three. That takes some kind of mental fortitude that's different. And that's what gives me the confidence that we can match up to teams like Chicago and and Indiana who haven't had the most experience in tough, tough games with the current rosters that they have. We got to make it there first. It's going to be a tough 21. Roll that. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for Blanta. Being a Knicks fan sucks now, in the past, and in the future. Just a few years ago, Chris Stapps is dubbed a unicorn. Boston is thirsty as fuck for a giant sweet shooting white guy to sell their jerseys. So they offered up a first rounder that was used to take Laurie Markinen and Jalen Brown for Chris Stapps Porzingis. Fuck. I know there are a lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas and Knicks foibles, but this one stings, especially watching Jalen Brown look absolutely legitimate, Chris Stapps looking pretty good when he plays, and Dennis Smith Jr. developing in Detroit. Vintage Knicks front office incompetency. Even if you consider Julius Randle as a consolation prize of clearing salary that was intended for Katie and Kyrie, yada, yada, yada. Would you rather have Julius Randle and Derrick Rose or Jalen Brown and Lori Markinen? We hope you enjoyed your Knicks bait. And never forget, the Knicks hold the NBA record for most consecutive playoff losses with 13. 13.